0: It's Anthony Evans with Believe on your Victory 91.5. We are excited for part number 13. I've got Ray Haynes. This is Keith. We've been talking about Passover and just getting really great information, but not just information, but being transformed through, through what we're learning that maybe we don't celebrate Passover. Maybe we want to this year, and now we have... The information. Now we have the stuff and and being able to go out and do that with our family. And sure. I think you were saying earlier, you know, it it doesn't have to be, you know, I've. You know, it's got certain meals and certain foods and stuff. It doesn't have to be that big. It's just actually doing it, right? Yeah. Well, the traditions of the
1: Passover seder, the one that we most people would use today, a lot of the elements I'm going to tell you about, mm-hmm. are things that have been added through the years that that point to Jesus. So it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But if you go back into Exodus, there's just a few elements there that were were significant. But a lot of these things have come through the years, have been passed down to, and they've come to mean more for obviously for Christians because we can see jesus in the passover mm-hmm. so for for jewish homes they may do all of these things but obviously they most of them they don't have a clue what they're about now as david off always says you know we did this all the time but we had no idea what it was mm-hmm. no one said this is this so you know the traditions won't get you very far but drawn near to jesus will. And uh, I, I tell you what, you can, because there's really no rules, you're not, this isn't the law being handed down to you, go and do this thing. Uh, there's different times of your life. We have, you know, obviously when Corey was young, we did the Passover very differently. We, I created uh, a Passover for children and mm-hmm. we did so that it would be something that, you know, she could grasp and encounter and always remember Part of it, you have to eat uh, the bitter is very important. So we use parsley in those days. And she, um, the first time she had parsley, you know, it's just, ugh, you know, for a little kid. That's like, no. I remember her saying on one particular Passover, I don't, I can't do it. And I said, <laughs> "I said you have to because you just have a taste, but it's to tell you how bad sin is so you mm-hmm. don't run to sin. And she said, what if I don't sin? <laughs> I said, well, that would work. You think you want to try that? And so I took her parsley and I put it in a, in a little Ziploc. Back. And I think the next day she came, she said, I didn't make it. And so I gave her the parsley, and I said, this is what Jesus did for you because you fail. You're going to need him. Mm. And so it's, it's, it's going back and remembering these things. And, you know, whether you're a child or whether you're an adult, there's never a point where you don't have to go back and thank Jesus mm-hmm. a million times over that he has redeemed us, he has rescued us, he has set us free from our oppressor, that is sin, and and from the things that we love and desire that are evil, that are destruction. You know, as we said, we entered Egypt. You know, they were, the the Hyksos people that were in charge were much easier to live with than the pharaohs of Egypt later would be. Mm. And they weren't being persecuted and attacked and hurt. But everything that you start and sounds and looks good eventually turns back on you. And so whatever sin you think is desirable or tempting and you can't live without today, I promise you it's going to take more and more and more control until you're worshiping that thing and it's got complete control over you. So we encounter Passover for a lot of different reasons. And these symbols we're going to go through here are just pieces of it and everything... Uh, whether you know it or not, is is going to be profoundly important, pointing to Jesus. The next element is the matzah, the unleavened bread. The Israelites f- fleeing Egypt had no time for it to rise, so it's bread without leaven, which is, which is our lives without pride and sin. So the Feast of Unleavened Bread begins the day after Passover, which will be tomorrow night, and is celebrated for one week, seven days. You get rid of all the yeast in your house, so, and you have no regular bread for a week. At our house, it's great, because I got to eat all of the Cleveland donuts. I had to clean them out. It was it was my gift to the household to uh, take that out for them. Uh, why no leaven and... And why do you have to eat with your clothes on, ready to leave? And otherwise, it's like with a coat on. you ready, to, Garments ready to leave. Not just, obviously, you have clothes on, but your, your clothes that you would leave and go outside in. So the reason is we live clothed in Christ, now in Christ, and we no longer see sin as our home. Right, the, Egypt was never going to be their home. It might have been, they might have had the house, they might have had the crops and the, and the flocks, and they might have all belonged to them, but it wasn't their home. And we can't let little sins creep into our lives and go unchecked, because if we get distracted, we might find ourselves in the world, Egypt, while our people and God have left with our destiny. See, it's really easy to get left behind and stay behind and, and think, you know, uh, this is God gave this to me. He wants me to keep it. Sometimes it's it's time for you to move on, even though it's, you know, God said for you to go here and do this. There comes a time where he says, OK, it's time to move. The cloud goes, the, the, the pillar of fire, it moves and you got to follow him. So. Rather than just thinking of leaven, all right, so that's very specific to what they're doing. But if suppose you have you're in your family, yeast is not your probably your sin area, all right. But the purpose of Passover is for you to find that. So, what causes you to sin that you could fast from for the next week? I always remember the uh, gosh, it's probably oh, well, seven, eight, nine years ago we were getting ready for Passover and we decided let's really see what's going on in our lives and we all asked, each one of us, what is it that you feel like you're spending too much time? What's an addiction? We all picked the TV Hmm. and so I wrote leaven on signs and put it on all the TVs for seven days and we we did anything else but we watched TV and so we identified it as the real leaven of the household. It wasn't really the bread that was getting us down. Obviously, there's probably too much bread (laughs) in me now but uh, it was that it could be your smartphone it could be your computer it could be whatever it is what is the thing that in your family or in your life is pulling you away from god we're the bread leaven or yeast is sin the sin of pride causes us to puff up and think we're better than others and when we become christians we're supposed to get rid of all of our sin we become unleavened bread you see how that works mazda uh, matza. <laughs> not mazda it's a nice car but has nothing to do with this matzah <laughs> reminds us that one day we'll live in heaven with new bodies that have no sin hopefully making sense there <clears throat> the roasted lamb or the lamb bone in, the, in a contemporary christian uh, jewish home they can't make a sacrifice so all they have is the bone left it's a reminder of the temple sacrifice and of course their per- first passover lamb in egypt they don't eat the lamb But we do as Christians, you can serve lamb at your Passover because he is the lamb. We we have the lamb who's slain. He's sitting on the throne right now in heaven. And so we honor him as we look at that. So you have an open and a closed door. Kind of a neat thing here. John 10 said, then Jesus said to them, I am the door of the sheep. The man of the house would, uh, as they were getting ready for Passover, they chose a lamb. The man of the house would look into the face of the lamb and slit its throat. That sounds like a build up to the wrong ending. <laughs> but blood would run down on his feet and onto the ditch at the foot of the doorway. He would take the hyssop branch with one hand as blood ran down his arm then the other arm and finally the header as it sprinkled down on his head so even just preparing that household in egypt the man of the house was going to look one, a little bit like jesus one day from head to hand to hand to foot that was the door of blood four sides to the door in the passover service there are four cups of wine for that very purpose it represents the blood of the Lamb, Jesus. And it means four things be different, I will free you, redemption, and then there's a cup of praise or joy. You never fill the cups all the way full because you have to drink everything in the cup four separate times Mm. that's a lot of any liquid and if it's wine you're drunk and if it's juice you're in a coma so uh (laughs) emptying the cup symbolizes that our joy is full so you just partially fill a cup and each time you're you're drinking this and downing it to it's empty because you're saying god i want all of you in essence so the first cup kadosh it's the first cup means be different in hebrew kadosh and it's what the angels are saying in heaven holy 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 in greek uh the cup corresponds to the verse i am the lord and i will bring you out from under the yoke of the egyptians so being different is a first step to being saved so as the saying goes why are you trying so hard to fit in when you're born to stand out this as christians is a crucial part and why passover is important Everybody's a sinner, but God is holy, and we cannot be close to him with sin. The punishment for sin is death, and Jesus died for us, was punished for us, so we can be close to God. And uh, one final one for here bitter herbs. You can use uh, horseradish, parsley for kids, Uh, recalls the bitterness of slavery. And traditionally, this is grated by hand by the man of the house till he begins to cry. Sin, uh, like the bitter herb tastes sweet at first, but then obviously it's bitter. So those are just a few more of the elements. And now uh, coming up next, we'll jump into uh, some of the, the things that you do in Passover. We talked about food as elements, and now there's things that you do also that point to Jesus.
0: Awesome. If you have missed any of these portions of Ray's Passover teaching this year, you can go to the Victory Facebook page, and click on those. He's also going to have all of his notes up there as well. And he's going to be able to be putting his podcast on Victory on Demand. Breakfast and lunch is.